I keep secrets by crop dusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 167. We're celebrating five years of podcasting. We're going to talk about some changes to the show and take a look back at how we've changed over the years. We have a full house tonight, starting with my brother to the southwest, <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Cinco años, five years of loud pipe love, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, what does a, a five-year anniversary bring to the beer table? Ooh, well, Ooh. I'm coming in double-fisted today, and it's all me too Mexican beer. And I'm drinking a Dos Equis first. Okay. And after that, I'm going to switch it over to a Corona. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I'm just bringing back that Spanish flair. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. All right. The Riding Fool, Spider Silk, Johnny John. What's happening? Not much, man. Not much. Just got back from a nice weekend trip. A little warm. Yeah, a little Uh, thousand-mile jaunt to the mountains. Well, not close. Only 800. Only Only (laughs) found some new roads. So are you, I'm assuming then you're just drinking water. Uh, I'm having a little, uh, rum and Coke. Nice. What kind of rum? Uh, blackberry. Blackberry. Oh, you're still sipping on that. Mm -hmm. Save me a little bit. All right. I will. And, and what are you drinking tonight? Are you on your favorite, um, copper? I will be. I am double fisting, much like Brother Hogan. I have from D9 Brewing Company. I'm starting with a tangerine session ale that they call Swell Rider. Canned. And after that, I'll get me a copper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. You're going to have to get up and get that copper? Well, yeah. It's in the refrigerator, man. Oh. Well, Rico, don't play with the board now, okay? Well, so I figure somewhere in the middle, you know, I'll I'll get bored and I'll walk away and go get my beer. No, <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I said we had a full house. I was not kidding. We're busting at the seams. We also have Brother Bacon joining us this evening. How's it going, Bacon? Oh, it's going all right. How are you doing, Rich? I'm doing fine, doing fine. And Bacon's attendance will become a little clearer here in a few minutes. But for now, what are you drinking? Well, a little Old Faithful from the New Belgium Brewing Company with a 7% alcohol per volume, the Voodoo Ranger IPA. Oh, very nice. Wow. Voodoo. Voodoo. Who knew the Voodoo will be in you? Oh. Just two, Rico. Just two? Are you sure? <laughs> well, I did. I did. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, I did make a mixed drink or two before the show, Uh-oh. so it should be kind of lively. So I made myself uh, um, cucumber mint uh, 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 drink this evening, and uh, they were quite good. And uh, yeah, so I'm feeling no pain. I'm, I'm very relaxed right now. All right, you relax. Let's hit the new topic. 
a little something different. We had some sound clips sent in by Eric from Minnesota, so I want to thank him for that. He sent me an assortment of clips we can use. That is a Kawasaki H2R that was run in exhibition at the Isle of Man, so that's a flyby. And I have a couple other ones that we won't necessarily play tonight, but we'll save them for the future. We have some other flybys, and I have a cool one for the U-turn. So new U-turn sound coming up. What? What? Yep. All right, who's in the bathroom? Come on now. <laughs> really, Bacon? Really? <laughs> I mean, well, you just had two sips. Come on now. <laughs> I couldn't help it, man. I've been drinking water up until this point. No. <laughs> All right, so here's the plan. So we're celebrating five years of the show, which is enough in itself of a topic that we could, could fill the entire evening. But instead, I thought we'd put a little theme to it. So the theme of tonight is going to be change, or changes, if you will. So we want to talk about some changes we're going to make to the show, and then after that, we're going to talk about our changes personally, and what we ride, and kind of how we ride has changed over the last five years, and, and we'll move it on from there. So first thing is changes to the show, and we've had a lot of back and forth offline to the point where we almost considered, or I should say we considered, just ending. So our schedules have gotten such that it's become hard to do the show weekly and become hard to do the show at all and just becoming more difficult to align the three of us. So one of the things that we want to get into in a few minutes is we're going to bring in Bacon as a more regular co-host. So, and the crowd goes wild. So I love bacon. That'll help us when, you know, if Rico's tied up and we can't pull him in or if John's away or if I'm away, you know, John can do the recording at his place as well. So that way we keep, uh, keep a crew of three going at any given time. And I think that'll just help the conversation because as we're going to stop recording weekly, we also want to take the conversation a little deeper. So more research on the topics, uh, come to the mics more prepared and, and ready to go and see if we can can make a better product. Sound good, fellas? Excellent thing. Excellent. We'll talk about some more of those in a minute. But first, you've heard his voice over the years, and part of finding another co-host is they have to be a right fit. So I put together a little montage of Brother Bacon. It's only about three and a half minutes long of his appearances over the years, except for one, John, that we missed when we had our little pre-show call. Oh, did we miss? Gettysburg. Kind of, oh, was he? No, I said Gettysburg. Well, I didn't. I didn't have it in the notes. We had ninety-one, one fifteen, one twenty, one twenty-eight, and one forty-one. The Gettysburg, Gettysburg was, meetup was one twenty-nine. Georgia Gettysburg meetup. Okay, well, didn't make it to the notes. So here we go. Now, 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 I'll hand this off to our guest speaker. Our guest tonight came all the way in from Nashville, Tennessee today for our visit. We have the one, the only, Bacon Broken Bits. Greetings, salutations, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, Bacon. Finally, it's been a while. How are you? It has been a while. What? It's been, it's been since what? October since I last talked to you. Yeah. But when was our ride? Was that October? Was that the mountain ride? Yeah, that was- Barber. Barber. 
I don't have my sound effect. Clink. So we reached way back into the refrigerator to see what we could find. Dialed a few numbers. And Brother Bacon, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You know, I, I technically, aren't I more of a sit-in? Sit-in, stand-in. I don't know. You're standing now, aren't you? No, I'm sitting. Oh, you're sitting. Uh, there's no way I'm gonna. There's no way I'm gonna stand for that long unless I'm at work. <laughs> Got it. All right, you know the routine, my man. You have ein beverage. I do have ein beverage. Mine is from the New Belgium Brewing Company. Uh, it is a wonderful IPA named Voodoo Ranger. Oh, I've had that one. Very nice. It is very nice, especially at seven uh, percent alcohol volume. Oh yes. Ah, uh, you just beat me. Well, I got a phone number here. Let me try this one. Let's see. All right, you try that one. Let's see if this one answers. Let's give this a go. Who do you got in mind, I wonder? Thank you for calling. Brother Bacon? Please wait while we connect you. Now will he answer? Let's see. Does he pick up the dank phone? I don't know. Brother Bacon? I like the bacon. Anybody there? No? Bacon bits. Hey, hey. Hey, he's there. Bacon. Bacon. Hey. Hey, how's everyone doing? What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, just a little drinking. That's all that's going on right now. (laughs) What is it? What is it? Oh, well, it comes to us from the great state of Milwaukee. Well, we tried Amp, but he ditched us. So we had to go with the other one, Mr. Bacon. <laughs> oh, no, you're saying he's second choice? That's so wrong. Oh, oh, oh I'm offended. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's, and per the pre-show, I'm offended you're offended. Uh, the Cubana is, uh, it's a glass with ice, salt around the rim, and, and lime juice. Right, and they pour the Modelo Negro in there. So that's right? that sounds like a a beer margarita style. Yeah, almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's so refreshing. Every now and again, new topics. Eichmann. New Eichma happened. Eichma. Shouldn't it be? A, well, I mean, it, it's it's in Milan, but I still feel you should say it with like a German accent. A German. Oh yeah. Do it again. Because it's in Italy, you want to use a German accent? All right, Bacon, you want to defend your uh, state of Milwaukee? <laughs> Comment? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I was a couple sheets at that point, okay? <laughs> I howled earlier this week putting that audio together, so it was like, you know, like I said, we're trying to find the right person to fit. And it's not just that you're as infatuated with motorcycles as we are, but, you know, you definitely like the beer and, and other drinks the same way we do. So I was like, I have to get a little sampling of that. So I thought that was fun. No, oh, it's it's definitely good. I, I, I seem to find a running theme with me and Voodoo Ranger, though. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. You have it tonight. And that was one of I the, know. the prior clips. I was like, huh, I wonder how many times he's going to say that. I was waiting to count. (laughs) 
I should have played it like four times in a row, like Voodoo Ranger, Voodoo Ranger. <laughs> wow, you must really like that Voodoo Ranger. It is a good one, though. It, I, I give you that. It is pretty good, yeah. So, yeah, welcome, Bacon. He will be a, a very regular host, and we even took it as far as to say if we have all four of us, then John has, has said he would take the TD role sort of, you know, off mic, if you will, kind of like how we originally started. Right, Johnny yep, still, That is correct. That's, that's uh, what I said I would do. Keep earning that paycheck. <laughs> Got more fuel in the tank somehow. That's right. Use enough of it. I sure do. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get a couple of questions from Bacon, or we're gonna pepper him with some questions here in a minute. But I just want to mention quickly that we also are changing our our funding model or support model for the show. So I figured with us recording less often, it was time to end the Patreon model. So when we started that, the intent was that we were going weekly and we were going to produce more shows. So the the support would help to offset all of that and also, you know, offset our, our regular cadence. But, you know, since we had fallen off the weekly and, you know, we don't really have a regular cadence schedule, I felt it was time to end that and we'll just move to a, you know, a more simpler direct value for value model. So that's, that's always how we've looked at it is following that value from value plan where if you enjoy the show, you get something out of it and just simply return what you think it's worth. So we've just opened that. Um, I should say made that wide open instead of opened it. <laughs> so we've opened that up. That's what I'm trying to say. And instead of putting the tiers and the levels and the different rewards and perks we had, we figured we'd just end all that just simple open donation, uh, whatever you feel it's worth to you. And, and if you throw a note in there, we'll we'll add it to the show. Oh, oh, no! So we're, so let's kick it off with uh, Dylan J, since Bacon didn't put any money in there, so <laughs> he had a <laughs> note. And Dylan says, "Awesome show, guys! Uh, you make my work day a lot better." He was bummed that he missed us up in PA, but maybe next time. And he was also drinking a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah. Thanks again, Dylan J. Appreciate it, Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, now, Rich, since we're changing the support module, did you want to talk about the uh, Slack it, or Clubhouse stuff? Or yeah, I'm not sure what to do with that yet. So the the Clubhouse for now is going to stay. You know, everyone that was in there when we closed it is still there, and even even one we brought back who had had ended their support recently. So I'll, I'll make that same offer to anyone else who was a previous patron. You know, if you want back in the clubhouse, just just email me and we'll put you back in there. So just leaving it going for now. I'm not sure what to do with it. We'll figure that out over time. Okay. Well, for right now, you're booted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for right now, get out. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remodeling. So, Brother Bacon, how did we first meet? Was that the, the Moto Nobody's meetup in the mountains or what was that called? That was the first motor motor nobodies meet, and we weren't even motor nobodies at that point. Right, it was just a general meetup. Yeah, yeah, we were just a group on. I think we were just on Twitter at that point. Uh, you guys met through YouTube, of course. And well, yeah, I think you had a Twitter group chat. Yeah, you did because uh, Matthew said that, and then you guys talked for I think like a year or so. Yeah, we were in there. Yeah, we were we were all 
talking for a good at least uh, by the time we came up with the idea of meeting up was probably about six months. And then yeah. uh, over the winter, we were just like, we should all really get together since we're not that far away from each other. And yeah. so we're just like, yeah, let's just go to the mountains. Let's go to over there, East Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina area, somewhere in there. Then this and, was the Hunt, Hunts Lodge campsite? Yep. 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 And so I can't I think our midnight can't ride in the rain. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't it cruiser that found it i think it was cruiser that found it cruiser wolf was a two and you know then i got uh brought in by matthew yep and that's how uh john and rico rich got and added rich. in you mean rich yeah. and rico uh, uh rich, rich and rico i'm sorry jeez i mean you in <laughs> i'm literally only <laughs> A few sips into That's my it. first one. I finished my first one. Yeah. Me too. I, I have no excuses. I'm like four sips in. So if I'm if I'm messing it up, then I'm I'm just a bonehead. <laughs> Man, I need another. I one am already. <laughs> so that was a, no, yeah, he, that was a fun meetup, and I'm trying to that think. Was such a rainy, wet one too. But we had you on the Ooh. show. I think shortly after that meetup, or did it take a while? Because I know the first show was '91, and I was trying to look at the date. No, that 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 was the first show that I was on with you guys. Um, I remember because it had taken me forever to get you, get your rain jacket back to you. Yeah, it was July of seventeen. Was the episode ninety one? Wow, that seems like so long ago, doesn't it? Jeez, yeah, it we met up in May of twenty sixteen. So we're sixteen. Yeah, I had that. I had that jacket for like a year. <laughs> it's a good jacket, though. I I've had that. I've had that since I bought my Harley new. I think I bought that rain suit like in the first year. That thing's barely been. Or I might have even bought it before I had the Harley because I had I was renting bikes on like twice a year basis. So I'm I might have had it before that. It was still pretty brand new when I put it on. It's vintage. <laughs> yeah so that weekend you know you guys rode in the rain and then frogs jumped across the street fog yeah. rich, <laughs> rich crying the whole time we're not gonna make it it was pitch black the road was freshly paved so it was also dark as midnight and then the fog rolls in and it's raining like crazy I'm like I can't see anything like <laughs> All I see is one red light in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was kind of hairy. Hey, if it suddenly if that one red light suddenly disappears, just stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just stop the right there. <laughs> don't don't follow it off into the ditch. <laughs> now, one of the funnier shows I was listening back to it was when I was in California, and you guys were up at the Wheels for Time. Was it the Wheels oh. for Time, or you were up in the mountains doing something? Yeah, and, we met up, and John was absolutely lit. Like I don't, I don't know what it was, but he was off. It was the his chain. cookies. That was his cookies. That's when we went up to. Uh, we met up in Robbinsville for the Hoot Nanny. Oh, was it Robbinsville? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we met up in Robbinsville for Hoot Nanny, and because uh, um, Rico met me in Little Switzerland. No, came up to Boone. Did you, Rico? Yep. Boone. Yeah, you came all the way up to Boone. Met me in Boone with those guys. 
And we went out with a hoot nanny. And Rico wanted to take it easy. I really wasn't playing much. And they said, hey, we guys lead. I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> so, I won't go into details yeah. on that. So <laughs> began John's long star-studded career as uh, leading leading right. rides through the mountains. That's what did it. Yeah, well, the, the, the ride this weekend, just sidetrack, was Rico didn't know that pace we went. Well, about double it was what? the pace. Oh, yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. If not triple. Mm-hmm. Man. Y'all so, I, and now, I heard you found some new roads. Yeah. While you're up there. You're going to tell us about that eventually. Yeah, eventually, after the show. This is five years. We're celebrating five years. So, so not trying. So, yeah. It's time for us to live in the past, man. Past, past. Yes. Right. So, so Bacon came over. <laughs> Matt, Rico, and I in Robbinsville. He was going to, like, where are you going to stay? Were you going to stay at? Um, where was I going to stay? Were you going to camp no. it? I think I was, but, I think I was planning on camping somewhere. And I was like, but, oh, yeah, I've got room for you, but, Rico. Or Bacon, there's a. <laughs> There's a spot. We, we had we had a spot in the windowsill for a bacon. <laughs> <laughs> a spot like in the windowsill, <laughs> like, yep, a cat. like a cat. <laughs> nice guys, nice guys. Hey, it worked, didn't it, bacon? Oh, it actually did. I was I was actually super comfortable right there. Jeez, <laughs> and he came back purring everything. And then the next day, Rico took off, and bacon and I hung out with the hootenanny guys, and. Took another nice little ride. So that night, I think we're sitting on the bed, just chilling out and having a good old time. Yeah. What? We only had one mic at that that night, didn't we? Yeah, you guys were passing the mic around because, and it this was <laughs> ninety one. This was episode ninety one. Yeah, that was ninety one. Yep. Yeah, because that's the one where I was in California and and I was trying to figure out what was going on because you guys were just you guys were loopy. <laughs> I mean, just loopy. I don't know why. And I'm sitting back like, okay, I'm pretty sure, you know, Rico's half in a bag. Bacon is lit. John sounds like he's high. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what is going on with these guys. Well, that's because all John had was his cookies. cookies. <laughs> I mean, did he have like two pounds of sugar? Like, <laughs> I don't remember. Go back and I listen could. to episode 91. I encourage anyone and just listen to John. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, where did you get those cookies? Did you get those at dinner? What cookies are we talking about? <laughs> you know, those oh, you cookies. had some cookies. Did you have a you mushroom pizza cookies. by chance? <laughs> no, had we, cookies? Had, we had barbecue for dinner. Oh, yeah, we walked. No, we drove down to that barbecue spot. Yeah. Barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. You don't remember that, John? The only place that sold beer near Robbinsville, which was just outside oh, of Robbinsville. We went to the Moonshiner Steakhouse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now. It's all coming uh, back to him. I remember that. <laughs> See, those cookies were that good. Because the interesting <laughs> thing about that is you go back to reading this, probably about how I told the show, was our waitress there, cousin, was it, or brother? Was was she part of lizard lick towing or something like that? No, no, no. She her her cousin from is Mark on the Moonshiner oh, show. Moonshiners, yeah. Oh. And the other like cousin or something is the 
is a sheriff deputy. Funny. Well, let's let, well let's face it. We don't, we, around the dinner table says, "Are you making we me shy?" We know it's all fake anyway. Oh, I'm making Wait. it down here in the woods. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one will bother you. Don't bother me over here. <laughs> With camera crews and everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, the sheriff doesn't doesn't understand why you have cameras running around some old beater truck. Right. <laughs> so how many something? How many other meetups did we do besides Gettysburg? You guys had. Didn't you guys have another amino meetup? Or are you still planning another one? Uh, or not what? amino. I'm sorry. I'm saying amino. Moto nobodies. What I meant. Moto nobodies. So let's see. Gettysburg. We did. We had another meetup this May. Yeah. Is the last time Bake and I like hooked up for a ride. That was um, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, last year, last October. When I was coming back from California, I stopped at Bacon's house. Yep. Crashed on his sofa. He was so lovely. And I even got, the bike even got to park in the garage. Nice. The missus park on the sofa. No, the bike got parked in the garage. Yeah, but you you said you parked on the sofa. Oh, yourself. I got I got the spare bedroom. Nice bedroom. <laughs> Big thick blank comforter. Oh. And then in April, when I came back from Austin, I swung by again and crashed in Bacon's spare bedroom. Nice. So yeah, we're overdue. Are you um Are you in for October, Bacon? Uh, I should be actually. Should be. So, yep. I know Rico, you're out. Just weekend working for you, right? Mm, yep. Because this is what eleven to fourteen, John. Uh that is correct. Wow, I remembered something. <laughs> wow. And I wasn't no, even uh, looking at the show notes. Hey, must have been a drill, drill in your head. You must be thinking about it. <laughs> so we have any you other know. funny bacon stories? I, I don't want to go over this too much because, like I said, we're going to, he's going to be a regular, regular well, occurrence, if you will. I'd have to say the other funny bacon story is in Gaysburg. We're going to leave. We probably right. talked about this before. So which wait, Gettysburg has many stories. All right, Gettysburg the first Gettysburg, last Gettysburg, when Bacon was there, and oh, he's oh, like, "Oh, you're talking, you're talking about you when when you and I yeah. are leaving." Yeah, when you and I are leaving. <laughs> Bacon, what time you want to leave? I want to leave early. Gotta get home. All right, what time you want to leave? Six o'clock. Okay, <laughs> I get <laughs> early. Okay. So I get up five o'clock. I'm getting dressed. I get my stuff on. Old man slacker sees me off. He was Rich is still leave, bad. Yeah. Rich is still bad. Still have sleep. Hey, Rich. Yeah. Later. <laughs> I go over to the campsite. No bacon. What the frick's going on? No bacon. bacon. Knocking a door. Nothing. <laughs> Knocking in. And just Dave comes to the door. What do you want? <laughs> half naked. <laughs> He's half naked. He's like, what do you want, John? He's like, is bacon needs to get up. It's like, bacon's like, oh, <coughs> let me get my stuff together. I need like 10 minutes. Puts all the stuff on. Throws the stuff on the bike. Off we go. Literally gone in like 10 minutes. So later to this date, I find out that. Bacon was still half drunk. 
I didn't get to sleep until about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ouch. So you had like four hours of sleep with a jag. Oh God. That was, it was bad. It was so bad because I seriously believe I was actually half drunk <laughs> until I got into Tennessee. You stopped at the rest area and took a nap. No, on no, no, I, no, no. I wasn't any, I was anywhere near, near drunk by then. No, it was like uh, halfway through Maryland. Okay. <laughs> halfway through Maryland? You mean maybe Virginia? Because Maryland's short. Yeah, Maryland's a blip. Yeah, it's a blip, but I still feel like like it was like right around there. I think that's when I saw my first cop there, and I was like, oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, and it's the exact opposite for the last meetup. I think we were all in bed by, what, nine? <laughs> Something like that. Right. Uh, yeah, because we were getting up at five. Yeah, well, yeah. That the one we left out. Yeah, because Rico had that long ride home, so we're trying to be, you know, conscientious. Yeah, yeah I was like, well, yeah. if we're going home, then I'm going to. We need to get up and get rolling. Otherwise, it's going to be hot. It was hot no matter what. But <laughs> I was going to say it was still hot. So try to make it easier. So you're not in all day of heat. Yeah. Right. So, well, okay. So I was given just, just for my own, you know, for my own story here, I was given the duty by, (laughs) I was given a duty by dangerous Dave to say, to make sure that there was no firewood left, no more pallets left in the back of his truck. (laughs) I worked very hard that weekend trying to make sure that that, Entire truck was empty. Yeah, you had pallets. Glorious of, fire. Yeah, and and I can't forget. Dangerous Dave said that bottle of gentleman Jack was going home. It didn't. Yes, well, it went home empty. It went home it, empty, but it did go home empty. And John, you had the last bit of it. That is true, didn't I? And I think he might still have the bottle. We should have all signed it, right? <laughs> All, All right, drunken. dangerous day. Uh, you still have the bottle. Hang on to it. Number one. And number two, next time we see it, we need all sign it. There you go. Wow. Yeah, that'd be a good idea, right? I like it. All right. I like it a lot. So that's the only funny stories I have for bacon right now. All right. But there's all. There's I'm all sure Rico has it. <laughs> so there's you guys, all kinds. You guys want to move on to anniversary? Yes. Uh, All right. Well, before we do the changes, I just wanted to ask real quick if there were any any favorite moments you want to capture, or should we let the the change clips bring it out? Because I think I think the changes we went through will garner some good conversation. But I thought I would ask first. I'm good with going with the clips. All right, Johnny, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You, yeah. Okay. Now, we're going to play some transition sounds because I know this gets confusing when we're playing prior show audio and things like that. So before we play an old clip or a clip of an old show, you're going to hear this. That glorious Modus V4. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And when the clip is over, we're going to come back to the future. <laughs> Jetson style. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. 
Fair enough. All right. First up on changes, Brother Hogan. He started the show riding his R6 and quickly within, I think it was in the first year, got that Roadmaster. Or was it approaching year two? I think it was approaching year two, if I recall correctly. But yeah, we'll have have to check the notes. Yeah. But let's, let's listen to Rico's intro on all the way back episode one. Oh, yeah, so I'm riding a 2000 Yamaha R6. Now, my past has mostly been around the sport bike arena, so um, that's where my passion has been lying for the last 15 years or so myself. So um, I've I've ridden a number of bikes. Uh, So far, my favorite is by far the R6, mainly because I love the twisties and love taking corners at high speed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring that perspective into this whole thing and um, hopefully get a lot of the sport bike guys into our podcast. Now, I know a, a dirty little secret of yours and that you may have had a Harley in your past. Oh, you're going to bring that up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I had a uh, nice uh, purple, kind of bluish purple 95 Heritage Softail for a stint. I think I had it for about a year or two and uh, enjoyed it. Uh, but um, as the majority of my friends all had sports bike sports bikes at the time, you know, I had to switch over and um, uh, partake in the exhilaration of uh, taking twisties and track days. All right. Nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing wrong with owning a Harley, my friend. <laughs> Actually, I'm in the market right now of getting a um, uh, V-Rod. So looking forward to the uh, 2005 to come out here and uh, hopefully I can find one that I like and purchase it. I said 2005. Well, I think the 2005s came and went, so you ought to be able to find (laughs) one of those pretty well. (laughs) You're right. I'll pause. (laughs) 2015. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Please don't know I'm not the only one. Wow. Wow. How does that sound, Rico? Episode one. Oh, my geez. Oh, man. Really? How far we've come. Now, did you did you bring in the sport bike, uh, the sport bike riders? <laughs> or is that my job now? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the torch has been passed over. <clears throat> Indeed. But uh, yeah, you, know, I, you know what? I think. I think it was all good because as as we got more into the show and wanted to to, to um, ride together a lot more <clears throat> and meet a lot more riders out there and attend more motorcycle events and uh, just test ride a lot more bikes. I think in the midst of all of that, I think we got just a, a wide variety of uh, riding styles, yeah. people with different perspective on riding, uh, the, the, the various bikes that, uh, those people that we would talk to the, why they love their bikes and so forth. So it was, it was, you know, it was all good. You know, I don't know if it, it, it brought in sport bike riders per se, but it did widen our lens as far as the different style of riding, the different, uh, people that ride and just the camaraderie of just hanging out with so many different uh, um, yeah. riders and perspectives. I think it was all good no matter what. Yeah, it wasn't just two guys on, on cruisers. You know, you you were on the R6 at the time as your 
your daily. Yeah. And I had the deuce, so we we had that offset. And then as the show went on, we sort of found out either our taste changed or we found something that we we liked and just never had a chance to experience. And Ex- and the roles exactly. flipped. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I think it's just part of just going out and just getting content for the show and just riding different styles of bikes. And as we rode those bikes, mm-hmm. the more we just kind of said, huh, okay, I can ride this. Yeah, you know what there's I'm saying? something I think here. I, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, nothing but blessings from that point on. I think that just, uh, like I said, wired in our perspective as far as riding. And, you know, it, it, all the way up to this day, you were riding that deuce for forever. And now you're, you're, you know, the, the R6 that you're riding, the Honda that you're riding, it's, it's, it's all has come full circle. Yep. And where I'm on, I'm on an old, dresser and, and you're on the sport bike ripping it up you know so the roles have almost flipped yeah as far as we're concerned um and just what we enjoy riding it's weird now i have three i have three more pieces of the prior episode and enrico teased this out forever but here here's the next piece all right so before you tell us what it is i'm gonna play a little sound for everybody All right, Mr. Hogan. What is it? <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm I'm gonna wait. <laughs> wait till the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe it'll come out during the conversations we have, but uh, um, I'll, I'll I'll keep the bike make till the end. How's that? We'll mm. talk about the bike, we'll talk about the experience and everything, but I won't give the the make away until the end. Oh, you're playing hard to get. Hard to get. Yeah. Awesome. I missed it. No, oh, <laughs> I thought the clip was, was longer. Like, I thought I was like, it was longer. I was, I was sitting there. I was wondering. I know. Is it coming? Is it coming? Yeah, I thought the clip was longer, and I'm like, oh wait, it, it's done. <laughs> I, I, I was wait. I thought. I thought you maybe added in. It's an Indian Roadmaster. No, right. no dramatic <laughs> pause. I just missed the button. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was our our first taste of it. What episode was that? I had it a minute ago. I'll have to go look it up. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have it on the, on my fingertips. But I was kind of wondering if he did it after I did my surprise. I can't remember. Oh, that was the best one ever. No, because he had he had the Roadmaster. Oh yeah, he did on the trip. So yep, yep. All right, all right. So here's the second piece of it. I'm not going to miss it. Thirty one seconds. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll I'll give a little a snippet of it. So the 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 bike that I chose was an Indian brand. Ah, uh, uh, so there's that. Um, so with that comes you know some of the history around the whole Indian thing. Yeah, and I can't tell you, I've since I've gotten the bike and, and ridden it around town and stopped at gas stations, stopped at pull offs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes up to me and asks me about my bike. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh my goodness. I thought that was, that so was special. Funny. <laughs> and that was our that was a shtick for a long time like no one even gave half a glance at at the deuce. At the deuce. Yeah. Everyone swarmed around the roadmaster like, 
Oh my God! Look, it's an Indian. Oh, it's so beautiful. Can we just go get back on the road? The brown seat. Look at it. <laughs> uh, that's what I had to endure. Yeah, yeah. So for the longest, we would tally who would comment on each other's bike. <laughs> well, and it would be like seven Indian, three for John, and I maybe would get one if I was damn lucky. Maybe. Oh, uh, and you know, for the longest, we were wondering, like, why didn't anybody see Rich? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was episode twenty-four. So wow. it was in the first year. Wow, jeez, yeah. You know what it was? It was that Indian Indian demo day. Yeah, because that was a good day. Didn't you buy it the day that I went did the victory ride? I can't remember the, the exact date. Because you couldn't make the ride for some reason. You didn't elaborate. Uh, I, I think remember. you bought it right around then. I have to look. That would be an interesting factoid. We got to find that. Yeah. I can run downstairs and, and <laughs> pull it off the bike, maybe? Not now. We'll put that into a U-turn. Yeah, that would yeah, be we'll interesting to know if you did it on that day. Right. All right. All right, there's one more little piece. This is the, the final reveal after all the pain. I only had to use mine a couple times in the rain. Like I stuck <laughs> out in the rain. And it was a nice feature. So come on, how long are you gonna tease this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I got the Roadmaster. Hey Big Grandpa bike. <laughs> Indian or Indian. Rico got the Roadmaster. Yep. Awesome. Master. Well, well, the funny thing on this, I was thinking about this, Rico, when you said you got an Indian, you only left off one bike that was you could have done. Well, <laughs> and, and that was the Indian Chief Classic. And the Vintage. Yep. And the, no, we talked yep. about the Vintage was it you got a vote. The classic, yeah. Yep. Oh, and the Dark Horse. Classic. But no, somebody said, you asked about the Dark Horse, but you also kind of mentioned, you know, you took your son with you. I don't know how he rode on that thing then. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true yeah well i was trying not to give it away so quick I yeah you're right keep the listeners in suspense for a little bit longer <laughs> that was it it was the roadmaster yep so man you remember that day when i when i when i drove it off the lot i think you showed up for that day yeah because i remember we went and got some chicken wings that day yep yep i mean and we even went to I don't remember why, but we even went to Motorcycles with Charlotte for some reason. Because I had pictures of the, the two bikes there uh-huh. on that same day. Yep. Yeah, it was a demo ride. There's something that was going on. Some some big event that they had that we wanted to attend. I think that was the, the Scrambler. I think they had the Scramblers there or something. Because yeah. that same day, there's pictures of like the two of us on a bunch of different Ducatis. Mm-hmm. But... So how much, I'm just curious, how much did you really cross shop that bike? I know you kind of rode a street glide and you sort of half looked at victory, but I don't know how much you really cross shopped it. Well, I did. I, you know what? It's funny you say that because I was really, really looking at a Harley, you know, cause I want to just kind of ride with you the whole Harley, the Har- Harley thing. <laughs> I was just like, ah, but, uh, you know, the, yeah, beat the, him, join the him. Bri- <laughs> I know, right? So the breakout was really high on my list. I was really looking at the breakout. I think you were with me a couple of times. I almost pulled the trigger, especially with that green one. Yeah. Remember the green one? Yeah, you like that. I really like that that green one for some reason. 
That thing would look tacky today, though. Oh, I know, right? It's like, not aged it's, well. Uh, so, yeah, good thing I didn't. But uh, then um, went out to Vegas. I was, uh, we did um work event out in Vegas. And me and Joe Kilberger, we broke camp and did, you know, the Hoover Dam. Uh, what was it? Red Mountain. Did the Ring of Fire or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we did that trip, and I really enjoyed riding the street glide. And uh, I was like, okay, I could see this. I could do this. And uh, so I started looking at those, and we had shopped the the road, the street glide for a long time because you were considering getting one too. So we were here and hawing who was going to do what, da, da, da. And then so, Dave got and, the Ultra. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. right. We were riding the with Ultra. Yep. So, yeah, I rode that. I was like, okay, I can see this. Because, you know, I thought maybe the bike would be too heavy, blase, blase. But uh, it turned out, I was like, all right, let me, I think around the same time we did that Indian demo ride. And I had went up there after the demo ride that we did and rode it again because I wanted to ride it a second time. Because we did the, I really enjoyed riding the, the Scout and the Classic. I think and you like the Chief, too. Just the, the base chief, chief. Yeah, yeah the Chief, too. Yeah, like that, too. So between the three, but then I rode the Roadmaster. The Roadmaster had everything I wanted. You know, I was going to upgrade the Chieftain to get the LED lights, the heated grips and seats and, you know, all the bells and whistles. And, you know, by the time you add all that stuff to it, you might as well just get a Roadmaster and then take the, the tour pack off and, you know, turn it into a Chieftain, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get a Roadmaster because it has everything I wanted already and I can just strip it down. I can make it a, a cheap and I can make it a, a, um, a dark horse. If I want you know, just take off all the fairings and all the bags and everything. The only thing I you couldn't take off the fairing, but I can strip it all the way down. So it's like three bikes in one. So I was like that, that sold me on it. Oh, the whole bike, just you know, three bikes in one. I can change it up as much as I want. And, and I really have, I've ridden it. Without the bags, I've ridden without the tour pack for a while, you know, as I, you know, let it sit and haven't been able to ride, especially when I was in Costa Rica, you know, I'll come back, get on it after, you know, I'll take everything off and ride it to get reacclimated to the bike, you know, and the weight of it and just add the stuff back on it, you know, as I progressive uh, knock the rust off. And that has served me well um, in my experience with this bike. And every time I get on it to this day, and I haven't ridden it since we got back from Gettysburg. Um, but every time I get on, it's like getting on a new bike every time. It just <laughs> feels right for me, for real. Yeah. It, it just feels right. It fits me. I know you personally doesn't, don't enjoy riding, you you know, uh, the weight of it, the, the the way the wind hits it or something. I don't know. But um, I, I enjoy it. I don't know. I, I'm just comfortable on it. Yeah. I can ride it. Uh, I, I'm used to where to put my legs to to let the air flow. Uh, circulate some of that warm air so i I really enjoy riding that bike and um, to this day i think i'll keep it for a while and speaking of which i gotta get a new tire before we meet uh to do our our little get together well i'm gonna i'm gonna make a past prediction which i know you can't really do because the the past has already happened but right (laughs) if and and i think bacon would agree with me on this one if harley had had the milwaukee eight at that time i think you'd have ended up with a harley oh yeah yeah because I, th- yep. I think that the, the Indian had at the time, because they were still on the swing cam, I think the Indian probably had just a little more grunt in the saddle. Right. And yeah. I think now, had the Milwaukee 8 been out, I think you'd have been like, yep, this is it. Yep. We'll take it. Yeah. 
Yep, exactly. Because, you know, the Harleys can only do 85 miles an hour and 83 going downhill. So I was really concerned about keeping up with a lot of people. Well, you just have to shift. That's the problem. <laughs> you were in third. I thought I was kind of, I was poking, breaking over there too. <laughs> That's fine. You go ahead, poke. You strip your Indian down to the bones and we'll see who can ride. I hear you. I hear you. See, we're getting back to this, Rich. I know the tip. Of the <laughs> well, he he hadn't really. He hasn't. What I want to say, Rico hasn't lost a step. When we were on the Blue Ridge Parkway, he was still plenty quick. But I've I've raised my game a bit, so he he was not leaving me in the dust. Yeah. Oh my God, a bit. A have bit. you seen some of the? Have you seen some of Rich's videos, Bacon? Oh, my I goodness. have actually. He he is uh, improved them. his lean angle. It's getting fun. Speed. Yeah. So, yeah, let's keep going. We'll talk about, we'll catch up on that a little later in the show. Well, that was the last clip for you. I guess we would switch over to mine now. And let's see, I got to find my intro here in the Wayback Machine. And I've only purchased two motorcycles in my life, both of them that I still own. And the first being a 2007 Harley-Davidson Softail Deuce, which sort of lends you to the Loud Pipes name, if you will. And my other one is a KLR 650 of the 1998 vintage. Wow. Just a short one, but yeah, I started with the KLR 650 and the Harley. You sounded so young back then. <laughs> I know, right? I was a little kid. No. Funny how five years just made you grown so much. I wasn't even 40 then. Wow. <laughs> and the microphone you were using was terrible. Yeah, that that Yeti was garbage. I mean, it's probably a good mic in the studio, but for keep the your drinks, they keep your drinks cool. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> they should stick to coolers. <laughs> so the interesting thing was the the KLR was my ride for so many years because it did everything. I had back then. I liked to ride in the dirt as much as I did on the road. So it was not, I had to have, I didn't have the funds and capacity to have multiple bikes. So I needed one that could go everywhere. And that one just filled the bill for so many years. And then when I got the Harley, I pretty much just turned it into a dirt bike. And then it turned into a nothing bike because it didn't get ridden for a long time. <laughs> and then I, you know, of course had to sell it. So but it stayed in the family for the, for the longest. Well, I thought it was going to stay in the family because Zion sold it after like a year. That bastard. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So this would be sound clip one of uh, KLR Gone. I heard there was a sad day for you. No, not a sad day, my friend. Not a sad day. But I do need to report, since we've been talking about this for over two years now, that my first love, my baby, my 98 KLR has moved on. Oh, no. Where'd it go, man? We need a sound effect for that. That's That That could be way more dramatic, I think. Do we got one with the peg falling off? <laughs> Maybe this one? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And then you get home and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, I so told him about funny. that. I disclosed it. Uh, I was a little early on the sound effect. Just that a little bit. 
So yeah, KLR gone, and that was a big step. I probably kept that for two years longer than I should have because it sat for two years. It cost me, I think, about eighteen hundred bucks to get the engine fixed after it sat, and I, you know, scored the the cylinders on cylinder wall on it, and then I rode it, kind of relicensed it, rode it a little bit, and then sold it for all of sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Which was a hell of a deal. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I same as the Harley. I should have sold the Harley a year, if not two, before I sold it. And the KLR, I should have sold at least two years before I actually sold it. What can you say, though? You're sentimental. Right. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I had started, when I bought that bike, my, my buddy Robert and I, at the time, I was like, you know, my stable is a one-way door. I, the bikes don't leave. I just keep accumulating. And that was always my plan. And that ended at two because once I got the Harley, I realized, okay, now I'm not riding this other bike. It's just sitting here wasting away. So the right thing was to let it go. And likewise with the Harley, the right thing was to let it go. I was not riding it. So one one more sound clip on the KLR. This is a... Uh oh, we're missing a sound clip. This is KLR gone, not sad. Now I've got to go find one more while this is playing. I do, but just just to circle back real quick, um, not sad at all on the KLR. Like I said, I when I decided to sell it, that's when I made my peace with the bike being gone. So you know the whole process of getting it around and you know trailering it up there. You know that that wasn't really the emotional part. I sort of made my peace back when I decided to get rid of the bike. So, but that's all. I'm not sad at all. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna, I did hear there was a, I'm gonna a need sad a face in the house though. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my oldest son, he was pretty sad. And he, he said, I don't know how many times he's like, you know, why, why can't we just keep it? Ugh. And I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, It's going to a better home. I'm not riding it. I don't even think I put a thousand miles on it in the last year. In fact, I know it wasn't a thousand miles. Wow. You are a slacker. So that's no good. That's not good at all. Away she goes. Ah, it's getting better. (laughs) And I still hear that Rico to this day. The kids are still like, dad, why did, why didn't you keep the KLR? I love that bike. And I'm just like, we'll get another one. Just it's fine. We'll get another dirt bike. I guess you now. I guess now you got to get a uh, like a little one hundred and fifty, huh? Yeah, I got to get something. They keep sending me links to these cheap little knockoff things on Amazon. They're like, "Look, Dad, a dirt bike for only two hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh, that <laughs> that thing's gonna be great." <laughs> <laughs> that thing's gonna fall apart. Fall apart under you. Yeah, and your mom's gonna kill me. Yeah, that thing's gonna <laughs> last about eight minutes. I think that's what. Uh, one of his sons, one of those little dirt bikes like that. And yeah, I think the first day he got it, uh, the chain kept popping and it just, it was a constantly pain in the butt having to stop, put the chain back on, keep going, stop, put the chain back on. Yeah. And by the time it was said and done, I think we, we were able to ride it maybe 35 to 45 minutes. Or he just gave up and started barbecuing and uh, smoking cigars and drinking. Yeah, I I showed him some stuff on even on Craigslist. I was like, look, 
for six, seven hundred bucks, we can get you a real dirt bike that it's used, but you know, you can get a, a quality machine that you can ride for a long time and you'll spend a lot less money than that two, three hundred dollar cheap thing that you'll be fixing. Right. Con- you'll be fixing it more than you'll be riding it. Right. And you can thrash it and not care. Exactly. 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 Cool. So that's the KLR era. And then I was I was solidly in in love with my Deuce, and I won't take anything away from that. It's I still love that bike, but just not what I wanted to ride at this time. So I have to play the Interceptor first before I play the Deuce being gone because I can't find any audio Rico of when I sort of took ownership of the R6 because I know it was a soft. Like you moved away, I was storing it, and then you were going to sell it, and I said, "Well, I'll." I'll buy it. But then I didn't really do anything with it for a while. Right. You know, other than just keep it and tinkering on it. So I don't know that we have a single show where it's like, yay, the R6 is mine. And at least I couldn't find it. Right. So if anybody knows of the show where I made that declaration, that would be an interesting historical fact. Sir Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Mike. As our in-house historian, I would expect nothing less. All right, here we go. Interceptor. Oh, the other, the last clue for the guys in the live stream. It is a four-cylinder, but they are not all in one row. Ooh, tough. Ooh. Oh, what about the shifter? Oh, yes, factory installed quick shifter, so clutchless Ooh. upshifts, and then. Uh, the previous owner also installed bar risers, so it was already a pretty uh, comfortable position. So it's raised. I think it's fifty mil. So, so, so while you're sitting there, yeah, Bacon has made a guess. Brother Bacon makes a guess. No, it's it's not maple. Sir said, Bacon. He asked Bacon, Rich. Yes. It says, VFR eight hundred. Ooh. Hmm. VFR 800. What? <laughs> that would be the global name. In the U.S., they just call it the Interceptor. <laughs> Good job, Bacon. And you know what? I'm going to start calling you Mad Max. Mad Max? Yeah, that's what this car was called, the Interceptor. Oh, see, I got to watch the movie. Jeez, where you been, bro? Send me a link, bro. Send me a link. All right. <laughs> I go to bed at 10, so I've got another hour and a half. <laughs> okay. All right. The so Richie bought a VFR 800 Interceptor. Yes. VFR 800F is the model. And like I said, in the U.S., they call it the Interceptor. Man, bright red, V4 power, single-sided swing arm, quick shifter. Just love it. There it is. The sport touring era. Just love it. Just love it. And I am loving it. It'll have 10,000 miles on it this week. What? What? Bought it with 4,800. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Yep. I am. I'm enjoying riding it. It's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like any other bike that I've, that I've loved. It's hard to describe. Just the, the joy of wringing its neck and listen to that sound. Which is probably going to get me a speeding ticket here at some point, but <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. It, has it gotten any louder since you've taken off the baffle? 
Not really. It's about about the same. It's not a huge displacement, so I don't expect it to get much louder. I think the the R6 is louder by a pretty wide margin. Mm-hmm. In fact, the the thing I could tell is after the last track day, which we'll get to maybe in the U-turn, I had like that slight ringing in the right ear as I would get with the Harley. Of course, because I was wringing its damn neck all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> earplugs, baby, earplugs. I know, I know. So many things, too many things to remember each time you get on and off. I mean, you're talking, you've got to suit up and un- undo yourself 14 times in a track day. I don't, I don't want to add anything to that process. All right, one more on my transition. This is the finality, the the deuce being sold, of course. All right, have we stalled long enough? Should we talk about the deuce? I think, I think so. I was going to sing a song, but I don't think I will. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you know, like, the deuce is gone. The deuce, deuce is gone, gone. Deuce away. Is gone. So see, I did sing after all. Look at that. You snuck that in. So yeah, that's it. That's the end of a chapter, end of an era. I guess my my transition from cruiser to sport bike is official. Wow. How does it feel? Bike was sold and it left me Saturday. Wow. Did you ride it one last time before you sold it? Yeah, I took it out Friday for a little blast. Nice. Nice. How does it feel? Awkward. Awkward. Yeah, awkward. Insanely loud compared to what I've been riding. Because uh-huh. I just popped on the half helmet and went out, and I was like, wow, this thing is really loud. Because <laughs> <laughs> the VFR is still stock. Right. So I'm riding around with a stock pipe and a full helmet. It's like, all I hear is wind noise. Right. So, yeah, Man. jumping on that and heading down the road. You know, the pipes echoing off the ground and half helmet was was a it was a shock. I hadn't ridden it like that in a while. Nice. I mean, what are you gonna do with all your Harley gear now? You got a bunch of t shirts. I'll keep wearing them. <laughs> and, and I guess that's probably one thing I should put out there is you know, I had uh, my buddy Mike, I was emailing him and he sent me an article on the the new triumph that came out. And he's like, Well, now that you're done with Harley, you know, ha- have a look at this. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, who said I'm done with Harley? Like, just because I don't have it doesn't mean I'm giving up on it. Right. It's like, heck, I went to the dealership over the weekend and bought another shirt. (laughs) All right. Bought another shirt. Screw you. (laughs) Screw you and your shirts. Hey, so I knew that clip was two minutes long, so I went to the fridge, got me a copper. And got oh, Rico's yeah. trusty opener. Number two, Woo-hoo. baby. I'm, I'm halfway through my number two. I was going to say, man, that's slow. <laughs> well, the, the D9 can was was a pint. It was a big one. Uh, yeah, it was a pint. It was, it was a whole pint, huh? Not a 12-ouncer. Full 16, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that... Uh, I guess that completes the transition. So we've, we've swapped roles and 
You really need to stop saying transition and swap roles. Swap roles. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's corporate. He's I've corporate completed school. my transition and uh, <laughs> life's a little faster now. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that, I'm, I am thoroughly enjoying the track days like so much that I'm trying to figure out where the next one's going to be. And I was just there last Saturday. So uh-huh. let's get good. It's getting good. I mean, I, I could stop now for 2019 and, you know, three days for this year. I would call that a good year, but I'm going to try to get one more in, maybe two. All right. One more, right? One more? Yeah. One more. We got to talk about John if he's not. John's coming up now. Yeah. Huh? What? 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 So, what are we talking exactly. about? So John hit the mother load. And for people who don't know, John didn't ride at all when we started the show. And he had not ridden much more than a four-wheeler prior to him purchasing the spider and the audio i couldn't find john and i have to go back and dig for it is when you bought the second one that much that's i couldn't find but the the surprise from the first one is just epic so we have to play this one and then of course talk about it here well, I think I, the I, only thing what, we haven't done is we I, haven't relinked. I John gotta tell and, our listeners too that uh, Rich is over here playing with his toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's I'm like he, picking my nail a little bit, like trying to. Maybe I should have cut them it's a little. Entertaining, yeah, gross at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pass me that bottle over there so we can continue sharing the liquor? Yeah, you like yeah. it? I get my swig. Yeah. No, I'm saying with my, with my dirty foot hand. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what I meant. Man. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. My cable is too short. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> so, anyways, it's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, guys, normally, talking through the show, past episodes. I don't have much to say on this. Oh, But you know, now since I bought my first bike, that's all going to change. You what? What happened? What did you just say? Wait, what? what? Well, stop the press. Stop the recording. What, wait, what wait, hopefully this is recording. <laughs> you what? What did, what did I just say? Didn't you hear it? <laughs> now that you bought your first, first bike... bike? This is like a bicycle bike or a motorcycle. <laughs> how many? Is this like a ten speed or a twenty one speed? No. Okay. All right. Tell us. What, don't leave us in suspense. I. Okay. Yep. Bought a bike, man. What is it? Spill it. Bought a spider. You did buy a spider. Really? Hot bought a sp- dog. Bought a spider. Damn. Awesome. Hot damn. That's awesome. And here I thought it was, it was playing around recording. Like, that's awesome news. Yeah, that is. That's, that's like why shocker. Bought this is, a spider. Holy crap. This is news. That's why I kind of wanted to do this tonight. Wow. Was I've been holding this for probably a couple months playing this out. What? <laughs> that's so bitch. <laughs> snookered. Hoodwinked. Not, not a clue. Not a, yeah, I didn't see it not coming. Clue. I did not see it coming. I know you were looking at it, and I know Natalie had said, if you did ride, it would have to be something like that. And we looked at a couple, but I figured, ah, it's just fishing. Yeah. Yeah, he's just checking the waters or whatever, but holy shit. Yep. So, so gotta go back and farther deep. Awesome. So, so, <clears throat> so, just so you know, 
yeah. the WRX Della, yeah, will not be making a trip to Barber. Oh, oh, oh now I got to get luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst part of hearing that news is I realized I'm going to carry my own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be honest. I wasn't like, yeah, John got a bike. It's like, oh, man, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really hoping he was going to drive the car. (laughs) Oh, but I still carried your. Yeah, you sure did. But um, yeah, John is like the, the mother of all secret keepers and. I, I can't do it. I just, I don't have a knack for that thing. Like I, it just leaks out of me like a, a balloon. that's too full. You know, I just, I just like can't. a fart. Just yeah. Comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like your stomach is just rolling and you just can't hold it. You know, like, oh, I gotta let this out. <laughs> that's how I, somebody's got to, somebody's got to hear this. <laughs> I keep secrets by crop dusting. <laughs> <laughs> so did, did I ever going back to some of the history of that? And it's interesting. Matthew knew the whole time. What? Yeah. Oh, did he? Matthew knew I was buying. Yeah, Matthew Williams knew what I was doing. So he kept it because I work with him. Oh. uh, So we were talking back and forth about stuff and talking about it. And that's how I was sharing my information. And he knew. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Me making a call to him tomorrow. You're right. We both will. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. So, and John, you found episode 113 is where you, you bought the second one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I couldn't find that. Yeah, because it's, it's buried in the notes. It's not the title, because the title of that show is Get Some Training Part 1 New and Returning Rider Series. Yeah. Um, I knew when I bought it. So it was January of 2018 I bought it. Okay. And, so you found it and, by that. Yeah, and then since you're talking about hitting ten thousand on the VFR, yeah, after this coming weekend's trip, it'd be forty five on the Spider. Forty five, and you just hit forty on the when we were up to Gettysburg, didn't you? Yeah. Good night. Five thousand miles since July. Yeah, man. I got five thousand since March, and I thought I was kicking butt. Dang. But. You ride every day to work. I go on these big long trips. That's yeah. I'm only doing like sixty to hundred a day. Wow. So like, since I got back from New York, middle of August, it hasn't left the garage until Friday. Or hand left to last Saturday. Yeah. See, John. So is, last Saturday. John's our long, long distance rider, and I I think you have to credit some of that to the fashionista. I do. I credit it all to yeah. her. And I yeah. told her that when she talked about it, it's like that just got me going and taking trips and seeing yeah. what the country has to offer. And that's one thing that I'd probably say this is done is even though I do get on the interstate and it is not what everybody likes. Boring. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's um, call a spade a spade here. <laughs> Some boring, some not. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. But I agree. It can get boring. Yeah, if you get it up but, to 100, it's exciting. Uh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Well, <clears throat> you're right. 
I'm being a jerk. Keep talking. No, 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 no. You're fine. Um, but you get to see the country. You, you know, you might see it from the interstate, but you get to see. You can figure out. Oh, I want to go back to here, or hey, I want to stop here. Or, want to do this? Well, Which, think, by the way, I think is, a better way is, of saying it is you cover more of it. You can see yeah. more of it. Right. Yeah. Yes, go ahead, yes. Bacon. Sorry. Well, well, what I was going to say, that's kind of his philosophy while riding anyway. He's like, I've got a camera. I'll see it when I go back on video. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. true. Very true. <laughs> He's like, I'm not stopping at places to go look at the scenery. <laughs> I did see an interesting scenery this weekend. I saw the oldest cover bridge in Virginia this weekend. Nice. Now, did you just ride through it, or did you actually stop? No, we stopped. <laughs> that was one of the destinations. Those old, they don't let anybody really drive over those bridges anymore, do they? Uh, it depends on where you're at. I think there is some, like, up in PA. Yeah, there's one in PA uh, by Dangerous Dave that you can drive right across it. Because there was one in, uh, I remember uh, when I lived in Campobello, there was one there as well, really old, and everything was crooked. That's and I think that's was one of the uh, attractions about this bridge is that there was no square of uh, when I say square, forty five, forty a ninety degree angle, basically, and none of the the joists were cut at forty five degree angles to to meet. So all of it was just Willy Wonker together. You know, I don't know. It's you know by eye or something. I don't know how they they did it, but it was just half drunk. It, it basically right, and um, I just remember it was red as well. It was like ancient. It was like in the early nineteen hundreds, but no, uh, it probably older than that. I gotta go back and see because I've, I've taken a picture of it and some of the um, the facts about that particular bridge. But yeah, I gotta pull it up. Um, is it was fairly close to where I was living at the time in Campobello. But anyway, why I talk about Campobello is because I really miss that area. And when you were talking about the highway and everything, John, you know, yeah. I have to beg to differ a little bit because that area, you know, every weekend all the bikers would come to that area. I mean, they were just Friday, uh, starting Friday afternoon. All through the weekend, there's tons of bikes coming through that area. And mm. once, because there's so many back roads and so much beautiful landscape, uh, mountain views and um, waterfalls and just really good twisty roads to ride on right. in that area, which, you know, you guys have seen a lot of it. But, uh, yeah, I would always go out and try to get lost. And I was just telling... Um, uh, Wendy about this the other day. It's just like I miss that area. Out of all the places we live, I really miss that particular area. So here's my point. That I'll go with the interstate. If I was going to go there, what's my fastest way to get there? Well, I guess plane. Plane. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other than flying, if I was taking my bike, how would you go? Well, you it, get on the bike and dep- ride the interstate. It depends or on your back mission. road all the way from North Carolina. To Camp Bell. It depends on your mission. And I have two days. I got your point. Like the weekend that Rico and I were supposed to ride in the mountains and and he didn't have the bike ready. Yeah. Just highway to Atlanta so we could hang out, 
and then highway home. But had the bike been ready, no, no, no highway would have been used for that. No, not at all. But see, we just spent the day on the side roads. Right. Right. But you guys would have met up or something. Like he would have came halfway. If he was going to meet you or you guys were going to meet in the middle, how are you going to get there? All back roads? Or were you going to get there as fast as to meet up and spend most time today with you, a day with each other, and then back road it? Not sure. Probably, yeah, probably highway to Greenville and then side roads. So there's there's my point of it all depends on your time and what you're trying to do. Yeah, I think time comes into it. If we prepare enough and we leave early enough to enjoy those that extra hour, maybe hour and a half, two hours on the back roads to get there, is it worth it? And I I think it is. I think the it's part of the enjoyment the you know uh finding those back roads the twisties those those scenic routes that you, you miss on the highway dealing with traffic and lane switching and all that i think the back roads is where it's at to tell you the truth i know you can get there quicker on the highway when you're under a time crunch and time constraints i guess uh for a better word um yes the highway definitely the way to go when you want to get home you're done riding the back roads and you just want to get home drink right. that beer and just get off the saddle the, the highways all day long even when we went to barber that year when you were you were in your car we took those back roads that was a nice ride you know um, it was a long you know, day it, it was a long day but i really enjoyed that ride uh, it, unfortunately you cool. wouldn't right go ahead no it's uh, well, i don't know what it was about that particular ride. Uh, I wish you were on the spider during that time, but yeah. you were driving, but that was Rich, I don't know if you agree or not, but that ride was one of the best rides and the scenery. Uh, one of the best scenery, scenic rides I've taken in a long time. Well, because we left Campobello and we spent the majority of the day on two lane roads. And then we just finished it with a couple hours of highway. That felt like, that felt like the way to travel. Like we really enjoyed the ride. And then it was like, okay, we got to get to the hotel. Yeah. Let's finish and, it off. That's what I'm saying. It's all on what you're doing. I can go both ways, but you I, know, like, but I wouldn't purposely, yesterday. I wouldn't purposely plan a trip to just oh, ride the highway somewhere and ride the highway home. Like that's not my bag. Right. Yeah. And then like this weekend, like I said, I did 800 miles this weekend. There was probably, let me think. It was probably 200 miles of interstate. 600 was back roads. Yeah, that's Man, a lot of side should, roads. Yeah. I, I should say 250. 250. Was yeah. Well, so, so, so we're saying the same thing then. You use the highway to get there. You spent the majority of your time on the side roads and you use the highway to get home. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends on what your planning is. This coming weekend, it's a different, it's a different trip. So it's all interstate. And that's what made Gettysburg feels like such a long trip is we did like a day of highway and we had one day to chill and we had a full day of highway. That's what made that trip so draining. And I tried to, it comes down to time crunch. 
it was that time issue because Ashley, since Rico was joining, we couldn't have awesome done have it on. without the highway. We couldn't have done it. We would have never made it. Right. You know, Rico joined us, which is awesome. I'm glad he could come. You know, I originally was planning out that Thursday. We're going to meet up Wednesday night. That Thursday was going to be all back roads all the way up until like, I think Winchester. We're going to do the Blue Ridge Parkway all the way and back roads. That was my plan. Yeah. Well, so just like you said, that was, a comp- us. that was a compromise for time. It's a compromise. Yeah. So it's all your fault, Rico. No, I know. No, <laughs> no, I'm glad he joined. It's just, it's, it's fine. Just, <laughs> um, okay. You could say it. <laughs> and then Dangerous Dave did a nice ride that day. That's that Saturday. And that was fun. I the do agree. Experience with the, the dirt experience was new. Yeah, riding dirt was a lot of fun. Thanks, DD. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My brand new baby interceptor. I did some of that this weekend. Did you? Yeah. That's part of his finding new roads. On purpose, or you just ended up there? Uh, Kind of on purpose and kind of by mistake. Okay. Let's just say that I went to a campground that, um, well, if you want to go someplace and get away from everything, I got the place to go. You won't have no self-service, no internet, no nothing. Awesome. No power. No power. No power. Pretty much he's going to lead you up the top of a mountain. No, it's down (laughs) in the valley. BYOB means bring your own batteries. (laughs) Bring your own battery, bring your own booze, and bring your tent. Dang. Bring an axe. You guys were tent camping, right? Yeah. Nice. All right. So did, did you want to talk any more, John, about your transition to the new spider? Because I know as much as you liked... The first one, you know, that was kind of your first love. But when you got the triple, I think you realized that was a much better machine overall. Yeah. In April of 17, I did demo day. Two of them, in fact. And I fell in love with that bike, with the the F3, with a triple motor. It was just like, hands down, better bike. Kind of like I said before in shows that same thing with your Deuce Rich. It was like a unique bike, so you couldn't find much aftermarket stuff. Same thing with that RSS I had because they changed it in 13 to a different style. So they changed it. So they only made it for three years. So you couldn't find anything. Oh, this doesn't work for that model. What about this? Nope. So, you know, no bags, no luggage so it was really different and then the motor was just you know i had to ring the neck on a motor right there's a lot there was you know you're supposed to run it at five thousand rpms it was not supposed to be low rpms it's like line it now did so you, that, do you get better fuel economy with the triple than the the twin depends on how hard i'm pushing i think so i would say yes because I know when you when you said when you had to push the twin, it really drank the fuel. So yeah, like when, I, we, when we left Gettysburg, well, you split off from Rico and I. H- had you been following us for the next five hours, <laughs> you might have been drinking some fuel. <laughs> yeah, it, it depends. It's 
it's interesting on how I think the motor's broken in because it seems like, well, it depends on how hard you were going. Um, it sometimes seems like it's going to drink a lot of it, and sometimes when I get down to the stop, I'm doing it. So I'm almost getting, you know, I can go 150 now with not even the light coming on. So. Yeah, mine's similar. I can go a lot farther than I thought. I was at 170-something the other day before the fuel light came on. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty good running. Probably probably could run 200 miles on a tank, I would imagine, if you were just highway running on the interceptor. Right. Yeah. So, so it all depends on how fast we're going and what we're doing with RPMs. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing I'll say that I have experienced now, especially riding the mountains, is either A, since the water pump was replacing coolant, it's not cooling itself as well as it was in the, old, in the other one, or I'm pushing that bike a lot harder because now I'm like two bars from overheating. Uh, gotcha. when, I, when, it, when I'm trying to keep up with people in the mountains or on the twisties. Yep. But as soon as I kind of roll off and kick it up a couple of gears and let it, it cools itself down. So right. I'm not sure if you have any experience with that, Rich. What's that? Any of that type of issues. Oh, your bike. well, I will say, uh, I think Rico or somebody told me this, that water cools better than antifreeze, but I got to say the temperature on the R6, now that it just has straight water in it, is like 20 degrees cooler than where it was when it had antifreeze in it. Like on the last track day, the bike was running at like 180. Wow. And I was running between like 10 and 14,000 most of the day. And watching you ride, you really wring his neck. You're really Ooh, high in the RPMs, yeah. Yeah, I, I probably should shift one more time in some of those straightaways, but like I said, my, my focus was still on the corners. I still want to f- focus on getting smoothly through the corner before I add more speed. So I was not really worried about top speed. And I just felt that was a place to just let it roll, you know, and not shift it up another gear. Because otherwise I would. I would shift it at like 12 and a half or 13 into another gear. But instead I just wind it up to like 14, five and then roll into the corner. Right. I see what you're doing. Yeah. And I like it, but me personally, I think I would, I don't know. It's just how I ride. I I only wring his neck when I have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. I like it. I love to hang in our sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It sounds gr- amazing. It gives me I goosebumps. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I know at some at some point it's going to just go kaboom, but <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> You're riding around like you can afford a new engine, huh? Right. Hey. The bike was what was it? It was less than half than the cost of the interceptor. So, right. I think it works. It does. So let's let's not leave bacon out of this. So bacon over right. the last few years you've transitioned from a sportster to a dyna. Oh yeah. Correct? Yeah. That that I have. And uh what's the history here, on your sporty? What what was it? How long did you ride it? 
I rode the sporty for what? It was about two and a half, three years. Then I ended up, I, then I ended up selling it to, to get the Dyna. So it wasn't yes. like a go out and buy the new, go out, buy the new bike and let the, let the other ones sit. So, so, so can we go back with a bacon story? Oh goodness. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was last year, no, two years ago, we decided to do a meetup. Yep, 17. Another Moto Mino meetup. Bacon Foundry. House in Gettysburg. Cab, uh, uh, house to rent. We're all got eight people. Got all these people. All ready to go. Bacon goes, I'm not coming. Why aren't you coming? I don't have a bike. I sold it. <laughs> Dude, we I had had, bacon. I had had my bike up on I had my bike up on Craigslist since like October the of the prior year of 2016, right? Because I was looking to get this Dyna, and I knew it was just sitting in. Uh, I got it from my dad's boss, and so I knew it wasn't going anywhere. Not unless he found somebody that wanted to, you know, just offhand wanted to buy it. Because he wasn't actively trying to sell it, he just kind of wanted to. Right. So I just kind of had it on Craigslist, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, putting it up $4,000. Who wants it? Nobody, nothing, not even a single bite on this bike. Hmm. Right. That's like when I first started to sell the deuce, it was like crickets. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. And then comes, what was it? It was about a week. I want to say it was about a week before the meet. I think so. Yeah, it was like a week before the meet. This guy gets a hold of me. He's like, hey, looking for a bike for my kid. Uh, you still got that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, mind if I come down and see it? He lives up in Clarksville, about 45 minutes to an hour away from me. I was like, yeah, let me know when you want to come by. He's like, I'll be by tomorrow. He comes by with his crew. He's uh, part of the, uh, the CMA, the Christian Motorcycle Association. Yep, and uh, he comes by with his crew, with his crew guys, and uh, one of them rides it around a little bit, checking it out. You know, we haggle out a price. He's like, "All right, well, I'll be back tomorrow to buy it." And it was gone that quick. And then you were without a ride, and then I was without a ride because then I turned around because I sold that bike for what thirty five. I, I when it was said and done. I don't and know bacon. So I had I sold it for thirty five, and at that time, uh, the Dyna was going for five, right? So I was like, okay, cool, make up make up fifteen hundred real quick. Got it, right? So I go back. I'm like, hey, Dad, get a hold of your boss. I want that bike. Let's go get it. So he talks to him, and he raises it. He he ended up raising it. What was that? It was another, I think fifteen hundred. It was no another thousand dollars. It was another thousand dollars. So it went from five thousand to six thousand dollars, which was still a good deal for the bike because it only had um, like eighteen thousand miles on it total. With uh with the with the with the ninety five big bore on it, I was like, I was like, well, shit. <laughs> like, I'll that. take it. 
<laughs> I, like I want it, but now I have to work up that other cash. You know, I was trying to have it ready for that, for the, uh, for the trip, but that pushed me back. So no, I ended up getting it, you know, cause it's a, it's a beautiful bike. So, <laughs> and it sounds good. Oh, I do not want to get rid of it. I mean, if I end up having to get rid of it to get my next bike, I mean, I will, but I really, really, really do not want to. Yeah, I'm in a similar situation where I was with the Harley. It's like, you know, I probably could just keep this. It's not, I'm not going to get a heck of a lot of money out of it, but just at the time, I didn't have the free free cash to just grab something else without the offset so exactly it worked and out. that's kind of where i'm and that's kind of what i'm wondering it's like will i be able to save enough money for my adv and so i can keep the dyna because as of right now i'm thinking what i could probably sell it for about five right and i'm talking like it's at 30 it's at thirty-one thousand miles right now so it's like i could i just don't want to i like i want to make it a track bike <laughs> i want to see that as a track bike really i want you to come down to cmp and see if you can hang with a 19 year old r6 <laughs> hey you'll hit i'm i'm fairly i'm i'm fairly certain you know in the corners you'll get me You'll easily get me in the corners, but as soon as we come to pull out of those corners real quick, I'll start pulling away from you for a minute. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> that. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's drinking. You, yeah, you cut off. <laughs> have you, you seen are, the video? <laughs> <laughs> you're so cut off, dude. <laughs> I hit about 130 before the kink at this last track day, which was a lot of fun. Does your Dyna even go that fast, Bacon? Uh-uh, it's 85 <laughs> tops. Oh, oh, <laughs> you better hush yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> you and I will race, Rico. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be out in front with a camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I so- I expect a drag race every time we meet up. I know, right? It's got to happen. It's really got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be the longest series of drag racing ever. It'd be like, <laughs> all right, we're we're fifty four to fifty five. We got to do two more, <laughs> right? <laughs> Only two more pools. That's it. I swear. Well, as of right now, I can't do any pools on it. So, right. Because it is incapacitated. What happened? Moment. What's wrong with it? Um, so this last trip I took out to Iowa, um, I come to, f- I, I was what, just outside of Des Moines. Like it took me about, I was about 10 miles outside of Des Moines. Well, outside from where I was staying in Des Moines and, um, my battery light popped on. I was like, what the hell? The only way that could happen is if something's going on with my stator. So got to the hotel, shut it off. I'm like, okay, 
I should be able to, you know, get it out to the uh, Harley dealership tomorrow. Well, get our room, go to move the bikes, go to turn it on, and just nothing but click, 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 click. Drain the battery, did not charge it. Mm. And it turns out one of the one of the prongs on the connector had broken. And so, so they had fixed that, but they were recommending that the uh, stator rotor, because on that year of Dyna, um, the stator rotor and the gear, the big gear on it, um, that attaches with some like three or four screws. Yeah. Attached by screws. The new way they do it is with a weld. So it doesn't come apart because what's happened as and as as an issue is so the screws every, back out or what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And will destroy the stator. Got it. So and this year, I mean, I would have already had it fixed if I hadn't already spent about five six thousand dollars on both the bike and my and my truck. Yeah. So I was like yeah, that's a lot of money to spend on my vehicles for one year. So as of right now, I'm just going to borrow my dad's bike. <laughs> Man, boy. Well, it's interesting. I don't think I've talked about this before, but the best laid plans always get ruined that I bought the Interceptor with a small personal loan, figuring when I sold the Harley that the money would just pay off the loan. So I sell the Harley and then I did my taxes for the year and the whole check went to that. <laughs> so, oh. so I still have a note on the interceptor. <laughs> but at least, hey, but at least you didn't have to worry about all the extra taxes, though. I was able to pay the tax bill, yeah. But, you know, now I have, still have a, a loan on the bike. Which I get no, no shortness of grief from the missus for that. Oh. Well, no well, well, you could tell See? her, you know what, we're not. We're not paying on back taxes right now, are we? Right. See, that's how you, that's how you deal with it. Be like, you know what? It paid for the taxes. Done. Say, look, I'm not behind bars, woman. <laughs> right. I'm still making you money. <laughs> yep. I'm not making it rain. It's maybe more like a mist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sprinkle. <laughs> making it hell with all my nickels. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Forget your umbrella. You might want to go back inside. <laughs> I'm a ball on wow. the budget, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> All right, before we get too corny, we got anything else <laughs> for tonight? <laughs> oh, Making it hell. Yeah, hell, yeah. <laughs> With all the nickels. <laughs> Can you imagine throwing a bunch of nickels at strippers? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fistfuls of nickels. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. He cannot stop. Oh man. <laughs> I guess this is our future. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future um <laughs> folks just so you know this has also gone to um explicit lyrics <laughs> oh sorry oh yeah wow. we can oh, edit it out <laughs> yeah we we can, we can sweeten out a little bit yeah man 
Yeah, it was funny. I'm over here crying. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to skip the the full track day breakdown. We've we've covered kind of the high points anyway. But um, like I said, I do want to play the sound clip though. This this new U-turn clip is is really banging. All right. So I'll thank Eric again for that one. But this is our new U-turn. What do you think of that? Nice. A little slide action? Yeah, a little slide, turn around, a little burnout. Cool. Yeah, really cool note. I appreciate it. So, and we'll, we'll take that from anyone. If you want to send in sounds of your bike or whatever, we'll, we'll play them. We'll mix it up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just make it clean. Make it clean, right. yeah. Wow. Make it a cl- make it a clean sound bite, like like those ones that clip all the time. I shortened them a little bit as well, so I leveled the volume and all that. Yeah, but you know which ones I'm talking about—the ones that clip out the mics and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, when they when they try to point the mic to the end of the mic end of the exhaust. Yeah. It's like yeah, wind coming out of the end of it, genius. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, John, John, you want to talk about events real quick? And then we'll yeah. shut it down. Events. Uh, Spider's Events, uh, Spider Adventures, there, and a drive run for Loud Pipes 2020 route planning in Maggie Valley. Well, t- technically, Teleco Plains, Tennessee, October 12th through 11th through the 12th. 11th through 14th. Well, it's 11th through the 14th. Yeah, 11th through the 14th, technically. That you guys don't wrong. even know when or where you're going. Jeez. Yeah, well, Jeez. people messed us up. Jeez. Yeah, I fixed that. All right, good man. And Rich is talking about coming in, and Bacon is, I think, in. So, yeah. I'm in. Just I'm just going to take the Cholo mobile. Yeah. Yep. Enrico's right, got to cabin. Work. And then Rich and Rico are, yeah, are heading off to Isle Man in May or June of 2020. So, we got to talk about that. Hogan. You there? Yeah. So things <laughs> things are selling out. So we got to make a decision here shortly. What the hell? Selling like out? within There's a day? No selling out? Well, really? some of the packages we've been looking at are now gone. So what? the? I kind of like the village. You know the the one I showed you that's right near the paddock area. Yeah, basically sleeping in like half a container. <laughs> right. And that was not bad. Sixteen hundred, right? For yeah, I think for like five days. So I, I'm thinking we just go for the race week. The four like four day race week, yeah. Keep it simple for the first time. Yep. Fly over, drink. Well, we gotta have that in by. Well, I think the biggest thing is the flights. Yeah, we gotta probably start booking in the next. Well, now as soon as we can, yeah, and then we gotta start nailing down a flight. And then whether we're gonna fly to Douglas, right on the island, or if we're gonna fly somewhere else and then ferry over. So a lot of those packages include transit. So if we can get to Douglas right on the Isle of Man, then they'll pick us up. Okay. And we can just take public transit. Is that a a charter plane to that Douglas? Yeah, it might be a small hop from from London or something. So I'm thinking that's that's probably what it is. Small charter plane over. Something. You know, one of them that's just skip skip across the water with one one shot. Mm -hmm. One skip. All right, John, proceed. Sorry. <laughs> and then in August of 2020, 
I'm heading to Sturgis to meet up with Dangerous Dave. And I think uh, Chad is joining me. I found out over the weekend because I ran into, or I didn't run into, met up with uh, Jason, JT Southern Fried, that we met on the Blue Ridge. He, in fact, he's going to be out there. So, big old time. And then in September 18th. Let me, let me drop a little bomb on you. If I, have, if I own a trailer by then, I'll join you. But I, I'm not riding to Sturgis. Okay. But yeah, if, if I own a, if if I own a trailer bike, by if then. If your bike can trail two bikes, I'll go. Oh, it will. You've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> and it might have living quarters in it. Uh-oh. That's for another show. Uh-oh. Well, if you're thinking about that, you might want to ping Dangerous Dave if you're thinking about that, because I think the... We'll talk offline. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> September 18th through the 21st of 2020, we're doing the meetup in the NC Mountains at Telco Plains. Is the plan to stay after which approves my trip that's right. i gotta approve your expenses yep and that's all we got all righty well notes of this show and there will be plenty of them lots of links to prior shows and a picture from my last track day can be found at loudpipes.net slash 167 we have links there where you can of course leave us feedback you can subscribe to the show via your favorite podcast app and there's links there to our social media And like we said, if you find some value in the show, then consider supporting us at loudpipes.net slash donate. Leave us a note in there. It's a simple link to PayPal, and uh, we'll read that on the show. And thanks again to Dylan Jay for his support of show 167. And anything we get between now and the next recording will be credited for 168. Brother Bacon, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the, the chaos, I guess we'll say. Well, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I am gl- I am proud and honored to be a uh, part of the Lot Pipes crew. So, Woo-hoo. thank you, thank you. All right, brother Hogan. Yeah, and if anybody thinks after you see Rich's picture of him on the track, if he should lose <laughs> another fifteen pounds or so, let <laughs> at <us> least know. <laughs> at least twenty. At least twenty. That's just. I'm sorry, Rich. That's it. My kick stands up. Johnny John. You know. I'm going to go cry. Crying in my beard. you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate 